Well, we have a really big day to talk about today. Hi, everybody. Thomas Miller on the Tuesday, February 27th Fun Astrology Podcast. Thanks so much for joining us. We are trying to get February out of here so we can bring in March. But we have something standing at the door that we have to talk about for tomorrow. Today's aspect has already happened. It was at 3.30 this morning Eastern Time, and that was Mars squaring Jupiter. And that was, of course, Mars in Aquarius, Jupiter in Taurus. That aspect is worth its own picking apart, but I'm going to forego it so that we can focus on what is applying and thus stronger today, and just stronger in its configuration of three planets coming together at the same degree, nine degrees in Pisces, and that is Mercury, Saturn, and the Sun. Now, the first of these aspects happens before sunrise. So let's, with that, set up the oracle planet, which has shifted and is now Venus, because Venus moved ahead of Mars. So you have that brilliant display in the morning sky. Mars is now on top of Venus, as you're looking at it just before the sun rises. And yesterday I did a little quick live video in our Facebook group that I was just excited about something. And then I realized, you know what, there's a better pair than what I have but I found in Best Buy this little pair of solar eclipse binoculars. I used them for the first time yesterday, and I was blown away because this big sunspot that we can see it was looked huge on the sun. But these binoculars only went to 25 power, and I am seeing now that there are some that you can get that go up to like 50. And I think I'm going to reach out for a pair of those because that ought to bring the sun right on in. But you can search them up. Mine were by a company called Eclipse Smart, but Celestron and several others have them. And you can just search them up and find solar binoculars. And what was really cool when I saw the eclipse last time in 2017, somebody had a telescope there. And you, when the moon's shadow comes over the sun... You can see the sun activity behind the moon, and it is really, really cool. So something that won't be around until the 2040s again in the United States. If you'd like to pick up a pair of binoculars to see it, just make sure that you have eye protection. Whatever you do, that should not have to be said around here. Now back to the sky. Venus is coming up before this incredible display of three planets together. And I just keep thinking about this in my own chart and thinking, wow, what would this be like if it were back, you know, a long time ago when I was born? This is something special, and I am really curious if any of you have found or have researched how frequent is a three-planet stellium at the same degree in the same sign? I would say don't try to Google it. I've tried to look at that specific criteria, and I can't find it. But I would love to know when the last time or how frequent this happens. The first aspect is tomorrow morning at 3.42 Eastern, and that's Mercury conjoining the Sun. Then it skips to mid-morning, 10.07, Mercury and Saturn conjoin. And then in the afternoon at 4.25, the Sun and Saturn conjoin, and that completes these three conjunctions. And I'll tell you, just looking at this, it really sets in how significant this could be and is for a natal chart but even for a transiting chart. And that includes not only that this is happening in Pisces. Where is 9 degrees Pisces in your chart? What does it square? What does it trine? What are the sextiles? Is it opposite something? Or is this sitting right on top of something that you have in your chart at 9 degrees Pisces? That's really how we all have to look at this today. 
the kids born today, now they obviously have a few years before this comes into play, but I sure hope that their parents understand astrology because, wow, they are going to have some kind of karmic business to deal with in their lifetimes. They have the sun and the mind, Mercury and Saturn Lord Karma all glued together under the supervision of Neptune in its own sign. So you have that whole characteristic of these super kids that are coming in with Neptune and Pisces. But boy, this has a karmic signature deluxe. The other thing that was in the sky today, and it was subtle and it involves the moon, so it is quick, but there was a yod early, early this morning with the moon up at the top of the yod. That's the focal planet. Also, about four degrees away from the south node in Libra, and that was forming a quincunx down to Jupiter on one leg and this triple stellium on the other. So there is a fatedness about this, no question. The other significant thing pointing that out was the vertex point was also at the top of this yod early, early this morning. So the day before this mega stellium arrives, there's a yod pointing the way. Now, let's put this in perspective. Again, separating a natal position like this versus transiting positions. This is moving fairly quickly. Mercury is boot scootin' boogie. The moon and that yod is moving fast. The vertex moves fast. And the sun is one degree per day. So this does not stick around for long from a transiting perspective. But energetically, what you have are these three planets basically combined into one. Remember, I have one of these in my chart. Three planets on the same degree in Scorpio. The degree is six. Now, because this is nine degrees, that also means if you go to the decanates and the duads or the terms, that it's under Neptunian decanate rule. Let's use the modern for that. And then the duad would be Jupiter. So the modern and ancient rulers of Pisces are at play here, setting the tone for this triple conjunction. And Jupiter is in sextile to the whole thing and was at the base of the yod. So what that tells me is expansion. Whatever comes from this, for whatever, however it affects each of us, it is going to be a significant impact. And you know, the chart is almost comforting when it puts a yod a day ahead of this. When the vertex is up at the point of that yod, <laughs> it's like, but it's almost saying, hey, it's okay. This is supposed to happen. In fact, let me just walk on a little bit of thin ice here. As you might have seen in the news, Lord Rothschild, the patriarch of the Rothschild family, passed this week, and he has Saturn in Pisces. And when you're looking at a death symbolism in a chart, you certainly do look and can see where the transits are. That's obvious, but it also includes the progressed charts as well. In fact, typically it's not the transiting planets, but here it is just speaking to a, I think how powerful and significant this is, and also the fatedness of it. So if you have planets or if you have aspects to this fated conjunction, and if you are living on your highest timeline, and if you are following a spiritual higher path, and if you are looking for the meanings in these things, which I assume you are or you wouldn't be listening to this, then fear not is basically what it is saying. Saturn evokes fear and dread. We think it's going to stop something that we've been trying to move forward. We take only the Hellenistic perspective of it, that it is death and decay and delay and dour and dark and black and smelly and everything else. 
We forget about the whole other side of the coin. So for all of those descriptors, we have to list equal positive characteristics of the planet and talk about its legacy and its strong, firm foundation. Wouldn't you like to build something strong that lasts? And slow and steady wins the race and do the diligent work to make something happen. Don't just try to be a quick fix. Saturn does not, you know, there's this modern term, hack. Saturn does not like hack. Saturn likes elbow grease. It likes work. It likes good old-fashioned work. So yeah, if you're trying to shortcut something, it might cut it off. But if you're living your higher path, it's an act of love to get you back on the path, not to take you off of it. So for those of you in our Facebook group and in our YouTube uh, leaving comments there, I'd love to hear how this aspect affects you, how it may have already affected you, and what you might experience in the days a uh, couple of days ahead here as this thing crosses over our heads thanks so much went a little bit long here but i wanted to catch up i'm playing catch up here but uh, we'll get some other podcasts caught up as well and see you back for hump day tomorrow and we'll see how this thing unfolds love you bye-bye <laughs>